Hello and welcome, Handling Clan, to the first ever episode, the inaugural episode of your podcast. It's the Handling Clan Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCarthy, otherwise known as the 2022 owner of the Taylor Park Boys and past winner of the Abel's Keeper Trophy back in 2016. It's been a while, so I'm looking to get back on top. Now, you're probably thinking, why a podcast? Why are we doing this? Well, what the hell? It's fun. Everyone else has a podcast, so let's go ahead and get on board. Uh, Really, what this podcast is for is just to make sure everyone's keeping up with everything that's happening within the league and making sure that we're dialing up the trash talk here. So, you know, for this first episode, we're going to be diving into the draft, taking a look at how y'all did and and handing out some draft grades, stacking up the season for this 2022 year. Uh, But ultimately, throughout the weekly podcast, we're going to be taking a look at some of the big trades that happened as they happen, some waiver wire pickups, diving into the most intriguing weekly matchups week in and week out, We'll even have some special insider in-depth interviews with owners uh, throughout the league. So want to keep an eye out for those episodes. And of course, ultimately, we're going to be keeping an eye on the standings throughout the season as we battle to keep our names off the broken egg and attempt to add our name to the illustrious few on the coveted Abel Skeever Trophy. Now, maybe getting your name on the Abel Skeever Trophy isn't enough motivation for you, so I'm here to fix that. Let's go ahead and kick off this inaugural episode. Let's dive into each of those drafts, take a look at those draft grades, see where we stack up even before week one. I know I'm ready, so let's get started. Hot popcorn, get your popcorn. He's at the 10, the 5, touchdown! And he's going for it, it's a touchdown! All right, here we are, calm before the storm. NFL teams just finishing up their final rounds of cuts, uh, their final preseason games, uh, handling clan family football league. Uh, we are just having the dust settle on our draft that happened on Monday. Uh, the waiver wire just opened up, and we already have our first transaction of the year. Uh, Courtesy of the Jefferson Airplane, uh, owned by Allen and Bruce, um, have made their first transaction of the year, uh, giving up their final draft pick, uh, the running back out of Atlanta, Tyler Allgaier, um, and are picking up Jameis Winston, uh, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, looking to back up, I'm guessing, uh, their top quarterback in Kyler Murray. We'll see how that plays off. Um, That doesn't change our draft rankings. Uh, We're going to go ahead and dive right into those. Want to make sure I don't make these episodes too long Uh, just to give you a little bit of background on how I calculated these draft grades so just went to a site called rototrade.com could look it up google it Um, I'll post all of our draft grades for each individual team um, on our Facebook page so you guys can take a look at them see if I calculated anything wrong I'm sure I did because I'm terrible at math Um, but really what this site does is just I plugged in each individual's uh, each individual team um, all their players that they drafted what this is looking at is just like analyzing your QB selections, all of the positions, even looking at a flex, the defense, your your place kicker, but also diving into your depth of your bench as well and giving you an overall score, even giving you playoff chances and a prediction of your record, all based off the parameters of our league. So a PPR, a redraft league, uh, 10 teams, six make the playoffs, um, and we have a flex position of a running back and wide receiver. So took all of that into account. Um, so without further ado, let's start from number 10. 10. 
In every ranking, someone has to come in the bottom. Uh, and starting off the rankings this year uh, with a C-plus grade, unfortunately, is my Taylor Park boys. Uh, coming with just a 51% chance to make the playoffs, uh, Roto Trade did not like my QB selections of Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. Uh, my strategy going in was to draft a QB late. Um, I probably should have amended that strategy as I saw a lot of high-ranking QBs coming off the board early, uh, but really stood strong there and ultimately landed myself here at the bottom of our draft rankings. Um, I think that just proves that the first pick, they say it's a blessing and a curse, and this year it was a curse. So hopefully I can turn this around um, and get myself out of the cellar after these draft rankings. So without further ado, let's go to the next one. Nine. Coming in number nine in our draft grade rankings this year is another team with a C-plus grade, um, and that is a team that just had a slightly higher percentage chance as the last team uh, to make the playoffs at 53%, and that team is a Woman's Wrath, uh, owned by Kimmy, uh, projected at a 7-7 seven seven record this year. Uh, ultimately, what hurt her most within this draft was in the running back position. Uh, graded at an F in terms of the running backs that she uh, drafted this year, uh, take a look at Saquon Barkley and the third round has some issues with health. Uh, oh, and then going down to Damian Harris um, in the eighth round and then another James Cook in round 13. Uh, so that ultimately is what landed Kimmy down here uh, at the bottom uh, of the draft grades uh, rankings at number nine. Uh, she had some pretty good um, strong areas within the tight end position with Travis Kelsey in the quarterback position uh, with that tight end quarterback tandem of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um, that's going to help you have a high grade. I think Trevor Lawrence as the backup probably brought that down a little bit. Uh, the interesting aspect, I think, of this draft um, grade uh, of anybody else's is everybody within the league knows Kimmy is going to draft Justin Tucker. It's just a matter of when. Uh, she reached down in the sixth round, grabbed Justin Tucker this year, maybe the earliest that she's taken him so far, if my memory serves. Uh, but they actually have that kicker ranking and that kicker ranking analysis at a B grade. So take that for what you will. Uh, widely known as probably the best kicker in all of football right now. Um, I don't think that they factor in uh, where in the round and what round that she took Justin Tucker, but I'm going to go ahead and attribute the B grade to that. But overall, C plus grade, number nine in the rankings. On to the next one. Eight. Next up, we have Hey F.U. Jim, owned by the man himself, Jim. Now, we're going to have to talk about that self-talk here, uh, naming the team Hey F.U. Jim, but really the only letter that matters here is a C+. That's the grade coming in for the draft of Hey F.U. Jim. Uh, it's given a 67% chance to make the playoffs, uh, predicted record of 8-6. and six. Much like the last team, the analysis here really is... Not strong at running back with drafting Alvin Kamara. You'd think you'd probably not get a grade of an F, but picking up uh, running backs like uh, Damon Pierce out of Houston, who now is the presumably the number one running back with the release of Marlon Mack, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, and Naeem Hines ultimately didn't get you a good grade at the running back position. But where you did score highly was at uh, tight end with Kyle Pitts and at wide receiver with Debo Samuel uh, heading up that wide receiver corp. Um, and really what else, what else hurt you there was the, the overall depth. So, um, I know during the draft, everyone was joking about how, uh, Dak Prescott was accidentally drafted by the team. Hey, F you, Jim. And that was honestly the recommendation that came up here in Roto trade. You might want to try trading Dak Prescott or others in an attempt to upgrade your running back situation. So anyone has a running back and in need of a quarterback, uh, hit up Jim. He might be looking to make a trade seven. 
coming in with the first uh, of our B tier uh, with a grade of B minus is a two-time champion most uh, recently in 2020. It's a hard knocks life. Uh, the owner of that team is Gary Abels. So coming in with a 68% chance to make the playoffs with a predicted record of eight and six. Um, not a bad draft, but also not a great draft. So right in the middle there. Um, ultimately, in terms of the analysis of all your positions, uh, really strong at QB, wide receiver, defense, uh, your kicker, and then your depth, all coming in with B grades there. What really sort of brought you down in the rankings uh, is at running back uh, and at tight end. So the one of the few to actually draft two tight ends within the draft, uh, Dawson Knox, uh, which is the namesake of the team, I'm assuming. And then also TJ Hawkinson out of Detroit, uh, coming in with the greatest C plus there and then at running back even with someone like Derrick Henry who is arguably one of the best running backs in all of football might only have uh, a, a knock at trying to stay healthy um, the other running backs on the team with Leonard Fournette um, and then on the bench Rashad Penny and Devils Devin Singletary only got you a grade of a C there so ultimately I think the the recommendation would be uh, to look at how to boost up that running back core um, and see where you can go from there. But ultimately, you have a good team that's right in the playoff mix this year. So uh, coming in with a B- minus is a hard knocks life. Six. Rounding out the bottom of our rankings this year is last year's champion, also coming in with a draft grade of B-, slightly edging out the number seven on our rankings with a 69% playoff chance is the owner Rob with the team name this year of Winners Trophy Stays With Me. Now I have some insider information. You're hearing it here first. That may not be the name that sticks, but for now, the Winners Trophy Stays With Me is what the team name is. Diving into the draft, um, a projected eight and six record. Uh, what really hurt uh, your position within these rankings is at the wide receiver and the tight end and defensive positions. Cincinnati Bengals, they're an okay starting defense, uh, potentially could be looking to stream to play the better matchups. Uh, that gave you, gave you a grade of C+. And then interestingly, at wide receiver, you have some pretty big names, but you have a grade of C. Looking at um, players like Keenan Allen, potentially could be getting a little older. Mike Williams, fingers crossed. He's on my team, could be taking over the lion's share of the receptions there. Michael Pittman Jr. still proving himself there in Indianapolis. Adam Thielen is a big question mark, has a lot of health concerns, injuries that pop up uh, here and there throughout the season. And then the big ones, they could be uh, big busts or they could be uh, big winners for you. Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry out New Orleans uh, could be potentially um, could potentially make that wide receiver core a lot stronger, but time will tell. And as it stands now, you're number six in this year's rankings. Five. Coming in at number five is a team that was actually projected on ESPN to win it all after the draft on Monday is owned by Alex Pasta Primavera. Uh, in our rankings, he's coming in at number five with a grade of a B uh, with a 75% chance to make the playoffs and a projected eight and six record. Uh, really uh, where the strong uh, aspects of his draft came in were at quarterback with Aaron Rodgers, at tight end with Mark Andrews, um, and pretty uh, good defense with uh, the New Orleans Saints with a grade of a B there. And then overall with depth, uh, which is going to be very important for this team because I think for the biggest question mark uh, for Pasta Primavera is at their number one pick, Christian McCaffrey. Will he stay healthy throughout <laughs> the season or will he you know, drop out in week three as he has in the past uh, 
Only time will tell there. Um, ultimately, what uh, dropped um, Pasta Primavera down in the rankings here was at running back and at wide receiver. So, you know, even with Christian McCaffrey, you're still getting a grade of a C, um, even though you have, you know, pretty solid guys on the bench like James Conner who could replace him. I think where you went wrong uh, or went lower in terms of the rankings or a grade there would be Brees Hall at running back out of the New York Jets. Um, simply probably because he plays for the New York Jets. Um, and then at wide receiver, uh, a C-plus, pretty good duo of DK Metcalf and Terry McLaurin. I think what hurts them there are the quarterbacks that are throwing to them. Don't know who's throwing in Seattle. Could be Geno Smith. Could be a tandem or even McLaurin in Washington having Carson Wentz throw to him there. Um, Michael Thomas is a question mark on the bench. And then Jacoby Myers, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Alan Lazard rounding out the bench uh, in terms of wide receivers there. So um, that's where uh, we have Pasta Primavera, not number one as we ha- as he is in our uh, ESPN rankings, but coming in at number five in our draft rankings uh, for 2022. Four. At number four, coming in with a draft grade of B is the ownership team of Allen and Bruce with their team, the Jefferson Airplane. They were calling audibles Omaha Red, Omaha Blue during the draft, and it paid off, coming in at number four in our rankings with a 76% chance to make the playoffs with a projected record of 9-5. and five. Ultimately, the difference between uh, the Jefferson Airplane and uh, Pastor Primavera in the rankings was a 1% difference in chance of making the playoffs. As you would quite expect with uh, an ownership team that does thousands of mock drafts and also does a lot of research into players and how to draft and um, anything else you would need in terms of binders and keeping the printer business alive. Uh, They had a pretty strong draft. Looking at their analysis here, pretty strong in terms of their quarterback with Kyler Murray, um, uh, strong at running back with the the likes of Joe Mixon and David Montgomery, Chase Edmonds and uh, Miles Sanders on the bench. Um, already got rid of one of their running backs in Tyler um, Allgaier from Atlanta, replacing uh, their um, their running back, their last pick in the draft with Jameis Winston. So backing up Kyler Murray is now going to be Jameis Winston. Um, also got very strong ratings in terms of tight ends, which is no surprise with Darren Waller. Um, really strong in terms of their kicker um, and defense, both with B grades with the Indianapolis Colts and Tyler Bass. Uh, really what hurt them in terms of their their team, which they've already gone and, and fixed, is their depth. Uh, so uh, at a, with a grade level of C, basically ultimately saying that their grade uh, for depth is not very good. Their bench um, needed an uplift, and they've already cut their first player in Tyler Allgaier, the running back out of Atlanta, and replaced him with Jameis Winston. So the draft rankings are what they are, but already a ruthless ownership group uh, cutting their first player. So everyone wants to keep up. You better keep an eye on that waiver wire or else um, Allen and Bruce, they're going to snatch them up. Three. The team coming in here at number three was quite a surprise. So based off just the playoff chances, everything that I've been looking at in terms of these Roto trade pages and all the analysis was quite a surprise. I did the math three different times, got the same answer each time. So Hopefully I did it right, but with only a 70% chance to make the playoffs and a predicted record of eight and six, the team without a name so far, uh, right now it's as Mick Mick. So the team owned by Mickey is coming in at number three with only a 70% chance to make the playoffs, but drafted really well, got some great grades across the board. So you have a great team that's, you know, going to be right in the playoff mix this year. Uh, One of those strong draft picks was Lamar Jackson getting you a B at the quarterback position. Um, Also Trey Lance 
Lance uh, as your backup. Uh, got you that grade. A strong tight end uh, with an A grade of George Kittle. Um, with the flex position, Cordell Patterson, they really like that with an A minus grade there. Uh, for the penalty kicker, or sorry, for the place kicker in Harrison Butker, uh, you're getting a, gr- a grade of a B there. They really like your defense with an A grade in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And overall for your depth, um, you're getting a B grade as well. So um, the most A grades, um, uh, tied for the most A grades within any of the drafts and any of the draft analysis, um, really where, um, mo- like most teams within the league, where everyone is struggling is at the running back and wide receiver position. Um, so at the running back position, you have a grade of a C. Coming in with running backs like Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, um, potentially being the starters there. And then with James Robinson and Alexander Matson um, coming in um, off the bench. Um, for the wide receiver core, uh, Devontae Adams and Marquise Brown. Devontae Adams being the clear number one there. Um, you know, And then Cordero Patterson being that, that flex with both the running back and wide receiver positions. Um, that's where uh, you know it was potentially lacking in terms of an overall grade. But coming in with a grade of B, plus uh, surprising everybody including myself with only a 70% chance to make the playoffs is the team with no name at this point uh, the team owned by Mickey Uh, so that's coming in at number three two for the last two teams in our 2022 draft grade rankings it was extremely close Uh, there was a difference of the tiebreaker which is just the percentage chance the team has of making the playoffs and it was just by one percent you know it could be a toss-up on which one of these teams could be one or two we'll see if they both can stand up to the pressure and you know come out on top by the end of the year and hoisting that able skier trophy but coming in at number two is Handling Country, Let's Ride, owned by Matt. Uh, a strong draft across the board. 77% chance of making the playoffs with a predicted record of 9-5. and five. Uh, Strong at QB. It actually has Tom Brady over Russell Wilson as your projected starter. Based off the name, I'm going to guess you're riding with Russell Wilson. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Strong at wide receiver with uh, the likes of Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, uh, Cortland Sutton. They really like in your flex spot. Um, And then on the bench, you have DeAndre Hopkins, who we'll see if he's the same coming off his six-week suspension. And then Amon Ross St. Brown out of Detroit and Drake London out of Atlanta, rounding out your wide receivers there. Uh, Pretty strong in terms of your kicker and your defense, both coming in with B grades. But with that strong bench, you're seeing an A grade in the depth, which I think made a lot of the difference there. But ultimately, the lower grade, I think, which kept you from that number one spot is at running back with a grade of C. They really like your starting running backs with Austin Eckler and J.K. Dobbins. Um, But overall, I think the depth uh, with uh, just Melvin Gordon, who's going to be sharing the load in Denver, um, and then Zeke Elliott, who I, again, argue is the second best running back in Dallas behind Tony Pollard. Really, the hate comes from him making me lose a lot of games last year, but I digress. I'll get over it. Uh, but that's where the Zeke hate comes from. Just thought I'd get that out of the way. But ultimately, for uh, Handling Country Let's Ride, coming in at number two, very strong opportunity to win it all this year. So let's hope they don't blow it and you know continue to build off the momentum of a great draft. One. And that means coming in at number one is Game of Jones. Uh, The owner is Aaron with a 78% chance to make the playoffs and a projected 9-5 record. Coming in at number one in our draft grade rankings. 
Also, for the record, was ranked number two by ESPN after the draft on Monday. So seems pretty consistent there. Uh, pretty strong team, obviously getting probably one of the best quarterbacks in Josh Allen, um, getting one of the only uh, high grades in terms of their running back analysis with a B minus, getting strong running backs like Nick Chubb, uh, Elijah Mitchell, um, and you know strong running backs on the bench with the backup in Green Bay, A.J. Dillon, um, Daryl Henderson, and Raheem Mostert. So some pretty strong running backs there. Also got an A grade for the wide receiver position. So uh, on the bench, uh, waited on Jalen Waddell, took him in a late round. Uh, also Chase Claypool on the bench, uh, potentially based off the starting wide receivers like Chris Godwin, who right now has a potential injury, um, and Stefan Diggs and Jamar Chase. So pretty strong in terms of the position players for Game of Jones, where the lowest ranking came in was actually at tight end with Dalton Schultz um, at a C-plus grade um, without having any other tight end on the bench. I think that also hurt the grade a little bit. But overall, coming in with a B-plus, the highest ranking um, tied with uh, the handling country, let's ride. But the big difference there is just that 1% in terms of playoff chances. So Let's talk about it. Let's, uh, you know, see what happens. And uh, I think ultimately we're going to have a good season. But as it stands now, after the draft, Game of Jones, you're number one. Way to go. And there you have it, the 2022 draft grade rankings for the Handling Clan. A little different than how it stacked up on the ESPN side, so interesting to see the differences there. Uh, but it's going to be fun come playoff time, come championship time, to look back, see how the rankings for the draft grades match up to how things played out throughout the season. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to competing with you all. I can definitely tell you there's going to be a change at the bottom, seeing as my Taylor Park boys are number 10. That is not where we're going to stay. Uh, so definitely make sure you're, you know, taking everything with a grain of salt, paying attention to the waiver wire before Allen and Bruce and the Jefferson airplane take up all those good players. Cause you know, they're doing their research, um, and appreciate you guys listening. I'll continue to drop these week after week. Um, hopefully every Thursday, uh, next week, we're going to be looking at the week one matchups, diving into each of the storylines and players of the five matchups we have next week. I'll try to keep these uh, a little bit short around this time maybe a little bit shorter uh, but appreciate everyone who listened all the way through um, you should because number one this podcast is about you all and, and your teams want to get that insider information and number two which should be really important there's no ads because what company is going to pay me I wish they would it's for about a dozen people at most to listen to this podcast not a lot of revenue there uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun really looking forward to the season and thanks again for listening and I'll see you on the waiver wire 